Hello everyone, uh, welcome to Mind Podcast 56.0, your weekly source for news, views, analysis and analysis of news. This is Adit Kapadia coming to you yet again on another newsy week and a potentially even more new or newsier week coming up next week. Um, uh, so I welcome you all uh, together with me as usual are Sunanda Vashish. Hey Sunanda. Hi, how are you Adit? Good, great. Enjoying the beautiful spring weather. Yes. And uh, together and overseeing all of us is Pramod Kumar Buravalli. Why is he overseeing? I don't know. So that we don't indulge into any trouble. I mean, I don't know. He's, oh. he, he's the, he's the, he's, he's the Mark Darshak he of the suddenly, Mind Podcast. He suddenly made you Bhishma Pitama of <laughs> Mind Makers. He's overseeing everything. Uh, he's over- no, one thing that I can certainly oversee is uh, our uh, exclusive things that we are, uh, uh, you know, breaking in and... Uh, no, no, let's not reveal who is overseeing what in the exclusive things. <laughs> but no, but uh, we had a... No, we knew that you had sources in Congress. Now you have sources in Telangana also. I have sources uh, within every state. Mm, you have sources, others have forces. <laughs> what are we going to do with that? <laughs> Generally, our sources are, you know, you would want to verify every single aspect of it. Um, uh, but our sources basically, um, I don't know how it comes, uh, you know, all of a sudden, you know, yeah. with, with some uh, uh, breaking uh, event. Uh, we have been very successful, I think, uh, hmm. in, in trying to disseminate Clearly. that, that yeah. information Absolutely. and uh, yeah. trying to align it with what is uh, uh, currently yeah. happening. So. Pramod, of course, is talking about uh, the exclusive report we had, where we, yeah. uh, makers reproduced a copy of the police report uh, that Smriti Rani spoke from, from the parliament. I am not going to reveal anything more from that. Uh, if you have been completely under a rock for the last two days, you may have missed that story on Facebook and Twitter, but uh, it was it was, it was was received quite well, and we thank you, everyone, for all the support and all the accolades that we got, and we also acknowledge the brickbats that we got from the did you get brick pass? I didn't get any. Uh, yeah, I, I did. My did goodness. Not, yeah. not just the political. <laughs> I am very interested in the geopolitical aspects yes. of uh, foreign affairs, yeah. of military industrial of procurement. Absolutely. Some yeah. of the things that we have uh, really spent resources yeah. uh, continue to amaze me. And I really feel grateful for the sources mm. and for their uh, promiscuity. And the um, platform where yeah. we don't make compromises on credibility yeah. or Absolutely. anything. Yeah. So, yeah. And to finish up, yes, I did. My Twitter timeline was filled with some of them. So, yes, yeah. that was, it was quite interesting. Friday and Saturday. Yeah. But, but hey, that's, it's, it's all a part of the conversation. It's no fun if everyone agrees to everything, right? Yes. Even Absolutely. we don't agree to everything. The, the day, by the way, me, Sunanda and Pramod to agree to each and everything, we probably will have to shut shop, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so, Anyways, till uh, without further ado, uh, coming to this week's topics, uh, Smriti Rani's speech, speech in the parliament, uh, how it was received, this uh, new debate. I mean, good God, the leftists amaze me every day about Mahishasur. I mean, yeah. who would have thought in 2016 the most pressing topic about Mahishasur? Two days before the union budget, a day after Suresh Prabhu probably gave one of the most spectacular rail budgets, which we'll talk yeah. about. We'll analyze the rail budget. What is interesting is, I, I am just so uh, amazed amazed about how much mind share JNU um, sort of has amongst the liberals. JNU's story was broken, what, it happened about two, three weeks ago. Yeah. It hasn't been dispelled from the um, um, headlines. No. One w- reason where the opposition could have really put BJP on man was Haryana. 
but they are not the media is not even even if they want it media is not interested media only wants to talk about jnu jnu is the identity <coughs> of leftists i know that is that is and the most premier institution that is the disproportionate influence jnu no but that, that's i think sunanda joked about when comrade yachuri and i used the word comrade yachuri with uh, you know with the intended pun became the leader of the left party that the last election he won was in jnu so <laughs> and that was probably his qualification to to be the only the, election he won uh, so uh, no my point is maybe and this is completely maybe the conspiracy theorist inside me speaking that jnu is the last citadel of the left let's face it west bengal the worst yeah but i mean i'm talking I about india in general left in india is different you know uh, in america bernie sanders constitutes the left yeah. in in india god knows sitaram yachuri is what so uh, i don't i don't know that uh, what i'm saying is it's the last citadel because of their ideological power i'm not talking about political power you have manik sarkar in tripura and stuff and where this uh, history writers political scientists sociologists and all come from and if that is under threat or if that they are believing believing that there is going to be some more diversity of opinion on especially in the field of humanities arts and uh, arts and so forth i'm not talking about the sciences just humanities and arts that is what is pushing so th- what happened might have been say contributed to 50% or 60% of the agitation but the other 20 to 30% is also that's this fear that what if there is a balance of opinion or all sides are given an equal yeah. point of view in jnu jnu seems to be the mothership of it all you know hmm. it's really the mothership but i do want to dispel this notion that entire you know all youth are against bjp up in arms that is not true people who are up in arms are the leftists um, or leftist bastions in these universities mm. so it is not right to say that every student every young person every this thing is up against arms against uh, bjp i think on jnu issue bjp enjoys a huge amount of public support and this, this is the only issue on which after, after two years after two years that yep. bjp still enjoys a huge amount and, of uh, and public is, support and in spite of the coverage in the media yeah now and most people would agree and we also said on the mind podcast that the sedition thing was a bit much and yeah. you know sedition is an outdated law but the bottom line is that and that can be discussed in that most people are not talking about that and remember all governments have used it as lately as 2014 would be absolutely agree but that doesn't like take it away that it's yeah. a it shouldn't be there the yeah. law but the the slogans that were shouted and how the media reacted to that and so forth on the ground you know when you talk to people that's what they are saying and smriti irani effectively tried to connect a lot of this these uh, incidents over a period of time yeah. leading up to this protest and yeah. other uh, things that have been happening yeah. and that is where the major concern is from every middle class or every right thinking yeah. indian is yeah. the the crass hatred of the indian left hmm. far exceeds the uh, hatred of the jihadists or any other hmm. institution that is looking to uh, destroy india. destroy india so this is this is the thing that she pro- pointed out effectively i would rate it one of the best rebuttals or best speeches uh, in uh, indian parliament yes. in recent times I mean, because recent times. Uh, she was able to talk uh, from a uh, historical perspective hmm. she also brought in context of 
the education system, uh, how mm. manipulative it was under the UPA mm. with uh, people like my, you know, Tista Setalwad uh, who writing textbooks, uh, writing textbooks and getting paid to write uh, yeah. such. Uh, yeah, I don't know if it is a course book, teacher's course book or a textbook. Whatever I, it was, is, no, no, whatever it was. That she was in the education no, no, and what was written? What that was, was written? A cheat sheet, sort of a reference Absolutely. guide given to for teachers, teachers for them to further exactly, exactly, uh, exactly. Uh, this thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say that Shruti Irani has effectively um, given the initiative back to the BJP just with that one speech, which is, yeah. which is why they are now seeking privilege motion against it. They are saying she insulted Madhu It is so funny that they went to um, JNU to support these people and now she is saying that whatever that is happening, um, this is... You know, will Rahul Gandhi stand on the floor of the house and condemn that these students shouldn't have said this? Will he say that, okay, I erred in going there, you know, uh, to the JNU students? And so, so, irrespective of that, what she was trying to say is, the set of advisors that Rahul Gandhi has and unfortunately, uh, he probably has the worst set of advisors in Indian uh, political history because if it were... Uh, his own father yeah. and his uh, grandmother <laughs> specifically, I'm not talking about great-grandfather, I'm talking specifically about Indira Gandhi and Rajiv Gandhi. Rajiv. They have never kind of gone into such uh, prohibitive uh, areas that deal with yeah. uh, the extreme leftist elements. And that is yeah. the poison that uh, Congress and this, has... Yeah, exactly. And this whole thing that Anand Sharma went around and saying that, oh, well, people are, are saying this about Maisha Sur and there is this whole alternative reading and all this is fringe. This may be fringe, but who brought it to the limelight? It's you only when credibility. you gave credibility and respectability to them. The point is not why does the fringe exist? Fringe will exist. The problem is when you give respectability and credibility to them and when you stand shoulder with shoulder to them. And the same, that is the problem. And the same leftist fringe, which uh, basically I would say about 13 to 1400 Congress activists were hacked to death. I'm not even talking about RS, RSS Karakatas or any um, hmm. uh, pro-BJP outfits getting... Uh, uh, really at the uh, other end of violence, this Congress activists themselves, about 1300 of them were killed in West Bengal under the leftist rule. What kind of uh, self-respect does uh, Rahul Gandhi really have? Uh, and, uh, you know, the, the, the kind of, uh, you know, issues he's picking up, you know, he can still pick up chinks in the BJP's armor. Yeah. There are many of them. Many of them. But yeah. this person somehow I don't know. <coughs> he can really... pick up he can pick up economics, he can pick up any you know jobs, he can pick up so many no, things that UPA what, I mean BJP has to work uh, NDA under BJP and um, has the to work. Reason in, why he's but these he's picking up fault lines. No and reason why he is not even considered a politician is a politician will look at everything in a judicious fashion. Even yeah. older congressmen that yes. I know many of them Older congressmen are the smartest, wiliest uh, mm. people. Any and they, they all wanted to survive. They had Bo survival on cunning. Bordering on cunning. And they had survival instinct. Ah. There was no nihilism. This, this person basically has nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Your support helps us bring fresh voices, new voices, credible voices. Support for this podcast is being brought to you by David Nolan, Shishir Varad, Devashish Patri, Krishnan Sundareshan, Hari Goyal and Associates and an anonymous sponsor. Thank you so much for supporting us and supporting Mind Podcast. Now, just to wrap up the discussion about Rahul Gandhi, what uh, 
Pramod was saying, I think the main problem with Rahul Gandhi is also that he is not ready to take up an issue that he personally believes in and question the government on it or something like that. What he does is there are these issues that are say trending on Twitter or some XYZ student takes up and he thinks, he hasn't he hasn't discovered himself as a politician. Yet. No, no, but that's he doesn't know what he stands no, for. He doesn't know what he wants to talk about. He is not a consummate politician. Yet. That is that is a secondary issue. Yes, he's not. But he's not even a leader. Yeah. See, no, no, he's, uh, he's not because you when you lead you when you lead from the front or something, you believe in certain things. Yahapeto when Smithy no, was giving her Smithy was giving her a thing in the Lok Sabha. I don't even think he was present in the house. He was. That is and why he, he came out and said they are not letting me speak. Because why would they be not me. letting? No, but he meant the Congress is scared of letting Rahul Gandhi speak. Why don't you say No, The problem is, the problem with Congress is that they don't know where they stand right now. They are going through an ideological crisis at the moment. Because they are a classic center-left party. And which had moved even uh, a little bit um, towards the left economically in uh, right. Indira Gandhi's time. Had to. They had, had to. to. Then with Narsimha Rao, it moved very close to uh, center and almost became a center-right right. party. And then with Sonia, it went far back left again. So now they are like a pendulum. They just don't know what is going on. And that is not good for anything. anything. Because uh, many generations that have seen Congress from the Independence Day are still alive. Yeah. So it's not uh, difficult. This, this is not the like the Republican Party where it is difficult to trace what they what their stance was in the 1920s. Yeah. This is still a, a 67 or 70 years old uh, party. You know, at least uh, um, that generation that Congress is still alive. Yeah. So you can catch them. And Rahul Gandhi's predicament is that uh, their party <laughs> has also, uh, from a economic perspective, has uh, alienated the middle class to such a, an extent, mm -hmm. just to give you an example, the economic mess under which India is reeling right now, uh, a center-right economist prime minister like Manmohan Singh would have had the vision to correct it, like the NPA issue. Yeah. The NPA issue is such a big mess right mm -hmm. now, they are mm -hmm. not able to come out of it. Uh, in Even Indira Gandhi's time, uh, such a mess, even if it was a leftist, yeah. classic leftist uh, prime minister would not have... Uh, let the bank banks go to docks like this. Yeah. So this 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 young uh, uh, person Rahul Gandhi uh, he he still is young in comparison to other uh, politicians. He's seven years older to Smriti. No no no. No, not but that. in generally speaking, generally. what? No no. I'm saying so. If she is a young minister, no, HRD minister. No, in comparison to his own politics. Achha, okay. No, not the cronies. I, 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 like, yeah yeah. No, I uh, meant you meant like contemporaries, no, young no, politicians. No, no. I think they are not letting him find himself. Same they right. think. Like the Gungi Gudia was uh, Indira Gandhi, they are not letting him come out, and this is will but, this will be his undoing. Yeah. But coming back to Smriti Rani, I think she made a phenomenal speech, and she was the only one, as Adit has been saying to me all week, that she's the only one who um, sort of spoke to Mayavati the way she. So did. I, yeah, I was telling her yeah. that in all my years following the Indian politics, I have never seen somebody question Mayavati like she did, and not get an SCST atrocities, atrocities act on them. Uh, no, Mayavati was shocked. Yeah. She was on the first shocked. day. She was shell shocked.
talked. She's, I don't know if she hasn't been uh, for the want of a better word spoken to like that in the Rajya Sabha or no, the Lok Sabha. No, because she did. Smriti Irani first um, packaged it very nicely. She said, "Mera naam Smriti Irani hai. Meri jaat bata ke dikhao." Uh-huh. So that was very nice. And the other point she said was that is are Dalits only the people you certify as Dalits? No, and women cannot argue with women. So that is a classic. You know, as somebody I have known, I've argued no, 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 with no, no, many no, no, women. No, no, no. I've argued and tried to win, but you have to declare defeat. Don't undermine then my arguments. No, 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 no. Especially strong women like uh, Mayawati, uh, she did not expect an attack to come from another uh, woman, so-called sympathetic, uh, uh, you know, uh, class, and uh, specifically talk about her uh, lower, uh, you know, yeah. class upbringing. Also, you know, it's not like Smriti Rani was well endowed in terms of. Your yeah. financial uh, no, thing no, and all that. Yeah. So, so you, she couldn't argue. Mayawati could not argue. She was tr- typically, you know, My she was point speechless. is, Mayawati you... has played this card that she represents all the Dalits. So she peed it. Uh, so she peed it. Now, no question that she she has come up the Even hard way. Even with the diamonds, she represents Shoshit. <laughs> she's come up the hard way. She's fought, you know, elections well and uh, truly. And she but has. She, she has. has. I mean, you cannot deny that. She has, you know, she has done well for herself. But that does not mean that she holds this authority no, but she now she has competition na kis koi aur aise hi aa gaya and, and the mein. biggest thing is people are forgetting that of course bsp had 20% of the vote but they got wiped out in the 2014 lok sabha election and people forget that sruti irani would also become the chief minister candidate for UP. UP. I, that is the competition. Exactly. I, I, I have been telling this since what two years, 2013 <laughs> or something, that do not discount her being the... reason the, why she said I did not let Amethi, Sriti Rani is not uh, some exactly. you know, coy yeah. person. You know, she knows what she is doing. Yeah, of course she knows. No, so I mean, and, and that's what a lot of people were scoffing at me when I suggested that. Because you have to understand that, you know, the way she speaks, she can take on Mayavati and especially the way she took on Mayavati. BJP is certainly not closing up to BSP before the 2017 elections. Yeah. Because, There's of no course, this cannot have been done without everyone on board. Mm-hmm. You know, this was not a spur of so, the moment. So, some, some of these discussions which I, um, you know, think happen, you know, the end objective of why uh, such an outburst by a, a ranking minister is is planned much in advance. Of course, this was long, uh, long coming, and they had they had already decided that they are going to brazen it out on JNU issue. And, and they, they should, going to as they should, as they should, as I think if you uh, put some, po- I mean, go behind in our podcast history and stuff. I don't know which exact podcast we were saying, and I've been saying that if Narendra Modi has to seize the initiative, a he has to communicate. Second, he has to come out with his words. Yeah. He has to fight it out. You so cannot this issue, especially where he has immense public. Some uh, sympathy yeah. across the board. You pick your battles and yeah. you get played on the aggressive foot. Yeah. Where you are on a back foot, you you know you say what you are and you stop your cut no, your losses. I do, I, I do want to say two things. Attack on JNU is not an attack on classic left. That's one thing. Attack on JNU is also not an attack on humanities or liberal arts. Because a lot of people have been saying, oh, this these uh, new kids, they are all into technology and everything. And uh, they don't they don't think liberal arts is also very important to the country and f- which it is. And I will not deny that. So it, this is not an attack on liberal arts. This is not an attack on um, classic left. 
this is an attack on extreme fringe left CPIML and all those who have been just making this an adda, a, you know, a whole cauldron, so to speak, where they are just um, talking about toppling um, Indian government and uh, all that. Mm. Till now, nobody has been able to say that who was this person, who were these people who were actually, um, uh, you know, uh, indulging in the sloganeering. Why is Kanaya and all those people, why have they not been able to say they were, they obviously had come there uh, on somebody's invitation. They obviously felt comfortable enough in that environment to say those um, slogans. I don't think a slogan like that will be said in, um, uh, you know, Connaught um, Place or in, um, you know, any other place in Delhi. The fact that they felt comfortable in the environment of JNU to say that says something about JNU. No, and can I also add something? What you or said these, that, those slogans cannot even be said no, in Delhi University. Yeah, can I also add something? What you were saying about the Congress party, that Congress is going through a revival. So is the, uh, revival is too big of a word or through a shift or finding itself. So is the left. You know, with Sitaram Yechuri coming in, that we, I think VS Achutanandan probably is not going to do the Kerala thing and you have the Pinray Vijayan faction and so forth. Uh, no one knows what they are standing for as well. And uh, I, I don't know if they will... put it aptly when he said there are three... Ah, uh, three, absolutely. <laughs> the, the actual Congress, the Trinamool Congress, Congress and, and the, the Marxist, Marxist Congress, Congress in West Bengal. And that, Beautiful. Is the, that is the fight that is going on right now within the left is to define what left stands and what India wants from the left. So they are, if they are really going to talk about health issues, education issues, yeah. in terms of employment, in terms of Garibi Yata, food that security, is yeah. that is a different, different paradigm. You know, you but can, if you are going to talk about overthrowing can, Indian state, then uh, no. No, I think uh, that's, no, no. that is where they will... Uh, have you to have to line. draw the line, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, I think that's an interesting discussion. Now the next part, we are just going to uh, talk about the budgets. We'll talk about what the real budget was and a special preview uh, anchored by Pramod Kumar Boravalli about the union budget and uh, what he feels Arun Jaitley should do. Before we get to our uh, next topic, um, I do want to say that this is Mindmakers production. This Mind podcast is brought to you by the Mindmakers team. This uh, podcast is produced and edited by Adit Kapadia with the help of our team in India. The panelists for the um, podcast are Adit Kapadia, Pramod Kumar Buravalli, and Sunanda Vashisht, which is me. So, uh to give a snippet about the rail budget, I thought it was a very revolutionary budget. We have an excellent piece on our website yes. which summarizes uh, everything about everything the rail you want to know about the budget. Um, I, I found the emphasis on infrastructure safety very very refreshing. Uh, I mean, it's not like it should have been there, but you know, Suresh Prabhu talking about it and improving the existing systems rather than you know just creating woe. And your um, focus shouldn't just be. State ko kitni trains trains mili. Mili it should is that why because it was not your usual mundane thing that nobody uh, no media channel picked it up for their 9 pm <laughs> debate or didn't even talk about it, was it. Rather i silly. didn't see anybody talk about the debate uh, about uh, railway budget this time and that's when i thought this must be a really good budget because uh, probably that's a tribute to suresh prabhu that's the quiet worker. A tribute but this is the thing also that this it we need to talk more about more about this i mean there needs to be uh, a larger discussion on this that what what has you know what, what what were the mistakes made earlier and what is the uh, end game here so no because it is not populist in nature no? yeah so there most is no of, uh -huh. uh, most of these things were subsidized so yes. kuch, 
you know uh, so then they would get two people to two states to fight oh this uh, this state got so many trains my state didn't get so many trains so the, that was the level of debate so they would fight that kind of thing has been completely taken out and also what um, the uh, you know if you read the piece on mind um, uh, our website mind.net right now phenomenal piece cranking up the great indian railways he said one of the phenomenal things that suresh prabhu has done that he does not wait for the budget to announce new trains he announces them as and when they are needed and the and again the left is silent because there are two schemes in this that are classic left schemes ek to pura unreserved train hai yani koi bhi jaake baith sakte hain uspe and there are then in regular trains some coaches which are unreserved which used to be there earlier na mujhe yaad tha ki first few bogies were unreserved coaches to ye they are now called din dayalu coaches din dayalu i saw that i know so you basically are trying to increase capacity yeah. increase price in a very subtle manner that too by introducing high speed trains or same route mein uh, fully air conditioned trains that people anyway know they have to pay yeah. higher so there are alternate ways that he is trying to explore to increase the bottom line of the mm. existing system because again fir again pay increases honge fir infrastructure pe capital ka kharcha hoga hi then they are experimenting with this high speed trains that are uh, uh, coaches exported directly imported from uh, uh, spain yes. that will run on these tracks to at uh, 150 to 60 kilometers per yeah. hour so all of these are not attractive things for the left to comment on ये सब जो हो रहा है इज ऑप्टिमाइजिंग यूजिंग एक्सिस्टिंग रिसोर्स क्लासिक लेफ्ट and that's what i was trying to say that the focus was only ke nayi train kya hui pehle now the focus is far beyond ki ha ye to hai but what more can you yeah. do he is he is a cpa so cpa ka generally training aise hota hai ki look what are the assets we are sitting on yeah. what are the liabilities how can they be capitalized are there railway stations where there is enough space for us to lease out so yeah. they are going to create 1 lakh employment for youth belonging to the scsts uh, uh, specifically by allocating them space for uh, becoming vendors in the, in a specific railway station so that is 1 lakh uh, jobs created there, right there and there so there is political aspects of it narendra modi has successfully converted the i would say um, railways and the hrd ministry into political organizations yeah they were always political they only had the garb of being non political mm-hmm. <laughs> what he has done is acha kya chahiye humko if there are uh, tracks that are already there we have space uh, in the adjacent tracks you increase the tracks capacity and run high speed trains or more expensive air conditioned trains taki usi route se aapko zyada paisa mile absolutely and he is going to use the um, that space again jo airline ka model hai na that space is important adit because if you notice between the tracks also there is real estate there is yeah. lot of real estate and yeah. you know, if there are 75000 kilometers of rail uh, lines in uh, criss crossing the country imagine how much real estate they have adjacent to the yeah. tracks so that will be leased out to reliance and all of these um, mobile services <laughs> providers to run the optical cables yes. i think he is uh, the, the piece was written to <coughs> kind of uh, given overview of the vision more than the budget itself yeah and and, and that is more important that is what actually the budget should be budget and, should and in us if you see industrial rails and stuff you it's very common to see utilities around, around uh, running around so yeah. uh, but 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 the one of the major things i liked here was that you have had you know uh, some of the tracks have seen excessively loading excessive loading like you have increased the capacity of the trains Correct. and you know they've used it whether they are sustainable or not 
you know, and that leads to the passenger safety component that yeah. you have to keep the track safe, service and maintenance and stuff. And I saw that there was some attempt being made to focus on those. And that is your long term investment. Yeah. Because unless and until you make your track sustainable with, you know, uh, to carry these loads and so what I felt was really good was, um, you know, um, because I travel in trains sometimes in India. So I thought this was wonderful that all major stations will be brought under CCTV surveillance. Mm -hmm. That is that is something that is um, very good, you know, that will help women who travel alone in the trains Absolutely. and everything. That's wonderful. Then Wi-Fi stations at uh, Wi-Fi 100 stations this year and 400 next year. Mm -hmm. That is another amazing point. Yeah. Also, uh, from a safety and um, uh, consumer-focused uh, uh, organization, Railways was a little bit nonchalant until recently. Mm. So he has made it much more proactive. Like your Minister for External Affairs tweets, Shushma uh, Swaraj on any issue that uh, related to passport or somebody is being, yeah. getting exploited in the Middle East or something mm. like that. The Railway Minister ministry has turned proactive like that so if yeah. some girl I know. is getting uh, some uh, you know into a situation where she needs immediate help from and the rcf railway protection there force there is quick response there is quick response in cleaning uh, cleaning coaches cleaning if you coaches. feel that while the train is in motion mm -hmm. that this coach has to be cleaned immediately and this is the japanese system by the yeah. way immediately the next uh, railway station there is a staff no a quick uh, reaction staff that comes in and cleans apparently the they're starting this um, clean my coach sms facility yes. where you can um, i think text <coughs> message somebody and they can uh, clean Inform. the coach basically you're building a, building a network which yeah, is excellent a, yeah. and uh, you know on a lighter this is truly modernizing the railways absolutely uh, where you have a set of infrastructure maybe it not be up to the date and the you know to you how to build on that and on a system where I would say more Indians are dependent than you know the other yeah. government systems yeah. but one on a lighter note I have to add this the smartest decision even before appointing Suresh Prabhu that Narendra Modi took was taking Suresh Prabhu into the BJP because just like he did power reforms and Bal Thakre called him back during a yeah. time oh, nothing like that That's is going to happen with Suresh Prabhu again so it's best not to yeah without Thakre will probably be licking his wounds right now yeah. so it's <laughs> always best to get a rail no, minister who is not from Bengal and Bihar. Uh, there are four. <laughs> Sunanda four, is going to get us into a lot of trouble. <laughs> no, four, four um, key ministers that are performing exceedingly well and competing with each, each other. other. This is the, the key that we have to notice. Now, for the freight, the uh, road transport, uh, you know, vendors <coughs> and railway ministry are competing against each other. So yeah. Nitin Gadkari and Suresh Prabhu are competing, competing against, against each, each other. other. How wonderful is and, that? And and the coal ministry or the the ministry that is looking after mm. power and uh, power generation mm. has started passing on benefits. So there is a ripple effect. These are four ministries: Ministry of Defence, Ministry of Railways, Ministry mm. of Surface Transport and Shipping, huh. and your Ministry. Ultimately, of who will decide the legacy of Correct. Narendra Modi? This is Narendra Modi's legacy. The Maharashtra Congress. Belt. Yeah, that's what I said. They will decide the legacy <laughs> of Narendra Modi. Yeah, the three three from Maharashtra and Manohar Parikar from yes. uh, they Goa. Will they will decide the legacy Absolutely. of Interesting points. So now the moving on to the big one, uh, as Pramod Kumar Borovalli previews the union budget 2016. What are you expecting? Um, uh, Pramod, and that, that, that comes in the next part, so stay tuned. So in a few hours from now, um, Finance Minister of India, Arun Jaitley, is going to present the union budget for 2016. Now, of course, budget is just a document of, uh, you know, balances, losses and, you know, where the funds are allocated and so forth. But 
Uh, in India, it's a big in India, deal. Yeah, in mm-hmm. our media, I mean, uh, some channels are starting coverage from like 9 a.m. or yeah. something about the budget or something, and it almost they've made it into this big event. Or I something. have I have memories of uh, you know watching budget even as a child. Technically, is the toothpaste price up or is the, the television price down? That is, that, is, that that is because so we funny. all belong to that class which yeah. was looking at the tax brackets our yeah. parents would fall under. Yeah. Jaise agar. Uh, if they invest in mutual funds, yeah. if they invest in certain other shares that the government approves, that mm-hmm. if you invest there, you get tax credit for it. Right. That is why it continues no, no, to be a very... No, no, you had... So, so I, I was a children probably a few years, child few years after Sunanda. But uh, I, I can... I can I, I remember because I've seen some old clippings, you know, that DD used to say, Aaj TV ki kimate ya, 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 okay. Okay. Or, you know, When I was growing up, the budget had taken a different turn. You know, I, I think when I was 11 or 12, uh, Jashwant Sinha and Jashwant Singh were the finance ministers. So mm-hmm. th- there you also had these, but then you also had the larger things, ki what are uh, your disinvestment policies yeah. and so forth. I have seen budgeting from 83. <coughs> uh, 83 reason is that was the the height at which the license quota permit Raj had prevented even regular household from having a telephone. Mm-hmm. Of course. So television, yeah. fridge yeah. and everything started. Uh, I would say Rajiv Gandhi had a little role to play in mm-hmm. that as well. Then it accelerated under P.V. Narsimharao and it absolutely took off uh, under Vajpayee and uh, Manmohan Singh as well. Uh, What I am very uh, curious right now is the disinvestment targets and we know that there are many PSUs that are performing, some of them are Mm -hmm. non-performing. Vajpayee's administration, Prime Minister Vajpayee's administration was known for disinvestment of large corporations that were sitting without producing any substantial results. Mm -hmm. Narendra Modi has always been a reformer, at least as far as Gujarat is concerned. Mm-hmm. Some of the Gujarat Electricity Board is a classic around. example classic. of turning, turning around. around. Yeah, yeah. This time, I, I don't think they will be able to meet their self-imposed targets of disinvestments unless something big happens. I don't think that is on their uh, chart either. Uh, I don't think disinvestment uh, is a big thing. I think there are few items. There are few items that they want to come out of uh, their own uh, A little stakes. bit here and there. Uh, uh, ITC. ITC is ITC is, ITC is basically tobacco and... Uh, no, no, but... Uh, <coughs> Will it happen for sale also or no? SAIL possibly. Or possibly. Possibly. Yeah, that's See, There are two or these big behemoths. Mm. Sale is one. Uh, <coughs> ITC is one. There are some. Uh, there is a com- government company that holds on behalf of the government of India. Yani, yeah. um, citizens of India have actually own a company that invests into organizations that basically hold some shares in the. Mm. Uh, in uh, certain enterprises. So that is what they are trying to sell off mm. and try to raise at 50 to 60,000 crores. The biggest problem I think Arun Jaitley had to face is the seventh pay commission, which is adding an enormous oh, budget, and then your uh, uh, one rank, one pension, pension also is adding a little bit burden. One of the things I also I have noticed is that there was a ten percent wealth surcharge tax that was give, uh, was uh, one time uh, assessed from 2013 onwards that the NDA government revised to 12%. Mm. So the super rich will continue to be taxed because there are so many tax loopholes mm. they come, they invent, they bypass the system anyway. So they are they are trying to nickel and dime the, the, the money out of them. Uh, an additional deduction from the national pension scheme that was given, again, pensioners are a very large growing population in India. And, in India. And uh, they are the ones who have to be taxed less, you know, because yeah. they uh, have limited capability to earn and uh, they have the, they are the ones who have to be given maximum mm-hmm. benefit. Mm-hmm. So it is a balancing act that he has to do. 
GST is possibly off the table with mm-hmm. the, the brouhaha that has happened in the parliament. Right. I don't think GST will happen. Uh, there are certain other uh, things that they are trying to do, which is that uh, pension reform, which is again the, the divestment of stake in certain entities mm-hmm. that somehow trying to raise capital so that this deficit is somehow, somehow tried to uh, be filled. Uh, what the middle class can look forward to, again this is a, a, a party that banks itself on middle class is more tax breaks, uh, more incentives in, to invest in startup organizations. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see, again this is a wish list from my side, is uh, for a policy to be announced on crowdfunding. Crowdfunding is one such thing that has taken off big time in the western economies. The, the US owes its revival partly to crowdfunding. Are we going to see anything on but retrospective taxes? I, I don't think so. Uh, they have gone too far with Vodafone. Mm. They are pursuing Vodafone <coughs> left, right and center to mm. get money out of them. Uh, they might try to do something uh, as to assure investors that this might not happen, but that is like you are letting go of your Brahmastra. I have always supported retroactive taxation as the last Brahmastra which uh, Pranam Mukherjee utilized. If you feel that a company is not acting in accordance to your national interest. No, no, but that, and that happens Adit, all the time. No, 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 Apple or FBI ke beech mein ho hai, kya? No, but no, FBI is exerting so much influence and yeah. stating that Apple's, um, you know, um, contracts with the government. But they're not in the same no, uh, no, space no. and retrospective yeah. uh, tax no, no, tax no, no, actually right now hurting. India. No, no, you but have no. to understand, but both. No. you are assuming that India will always have a stable government. Yeah. Now, I, I certainly hope if that will come, if that that will happen. But what if you have a Devagoda type situation? Now, agreed that... Uh, Devagoda will definitely want retro... Uh, re- I'll tell you why. No, no, I'm uh, saying that they, will, they might misuse it. If if there are parties propped up by the left and something, what if they misuse it against corporates? No, there is, there is no way so leftist I, I, party... Uh, in a, a pseudo leftist parties that exist in India will misuse it at the no, no, I'm not saying they will. I'm saying why give any unstable government a stick that it can potentially beat up an investor with in India. I just think that part itself. See, I agree with Narendra Modi. Narendra Modi said, trust me on this. It will not be okay. Okay. But then what next? You know, Narendra Modi is not going to be the prime minister of India for an eternal no, but, time. But, but this uh, Brahmastra I'm talking to you about has to be there. Too long uh, has passed since the early stages of 1991 when foreign investors just walk in thinking that they can lord over an unrestrained uh, uh, economy. No, nobody make, is saying make, that they make, should be given a free pass. But retrospective taxation have, is not. Have, regu- have proper regulations. regulations but, and not but retrospective taxation is not an answer. That, that is I disagree. That strongly is disagree. I strongly disagree. We'll Th- see what Arujetli has to say tomorrow about that. Yeah. <laughs> we, that's interesting. But, we will leave but, the final no, answer No, no, no. But, but, but what Pramod said and what I was saying at the beginning of the podcast, if we always agree on mind podcast, yeah. that is time to shut shop. That's no, what I'm glad. That is time you, to... You can say that is the socialist in me. Yeah. And Pranam Mukherjee and Arun Jaitley, we have to play bad cop. Uh-huh. If Narendra Modi gives Abhayasta or everybody free run, somebody has to hold no, the No, no, I'm down. not talking about it's free. Like, no, I'm not talking about free run. I'm saying have, if he wants to regulate, have regulate. This retrospective taxation itself is a very bad form of regulation right. that they have. I agree, no, but, but we'll let we'll see what um, Arun Jaitley has but, to but, say tomorrow. But, 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 uh, to, to Narendra Modi agrees with us. <laughs> Absolutely. We'll see what finance minister says. Nice. Uh-huh. But in general, you I don't think want me to start this Gujarati versus non-Gujarati uh-huh. debate, do you? <laughs> no, but in general, so, Arun Jaitley, Arun Jaitley has a tough problem. Right no, now. he does. He, he does. does. He does. The non-performing yeah, assets, the banking system about to crumble. 
there are several <coughs> different divergence of opinion no, with the RBI which yeah. you uh, are also getting uh, stuck in that trade battles again and the, I don't know if that is going to exactly impact, if yeah. that is going to impact the import and the export you know why I don't want this blank check Sunandaji yeah. forget about retro uh, retrospective taxation part you know the solar subsidies that yes we I was just coming to that the US just made the, it, it, it all the more difficult for yeah. India to pass on its uh, you know, subsidy, yeah. making it cheaper. What does that mean? Mm. And, and what is what is rubbish is you have all these U.S. leftists like Bill Maher and stuff saying that oh we are talking about climate change and Obama is talking great about yeah, climate change. Does. Yeah, why the hell don't you say that Obama is refusing when developing countries want the U.S. government they is don't not doing want it. India yeah. to develop. Yeah. So they so but, and, develop. and so but so, India has to do whatever. It so takes when when people develop. in India quote that uh, and I have quoted Bill Maher also many times on yeah. a lot of things. But you know you also have to call out the the rubbishness ultimately, of the, the arguments here. ultimately india has to stand on its own feet and as a promote keeps on saying uh -huh, that everything no, else we have no friends here we have no this we have to become a trillion dollar no, economy I, I on our I, own and that is when pakistan will be settled that's when bangladesh will be settled that's when kashmir will be settled that's when everything the will only be thing i agree with in growth, 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 is growth 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 growth, growth, growth. 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 that is no and, and what we always i keep saying sunanda you always have allies and adversaries yeah. there is nothing like you know yeah. uh, stated positions yeah. uh, who knows to a friend a friend tomorrow might be someone else day after but anyways that brings us to the end of this week's mind podcast uh, this is the the budget will be up in about 12 14 hours i think from when we are recording yeah we'll have so, the key uh, takeaways on uh, the we'll have the on key the takeaways mind. on on mind makers and then we'll also analyze the budget in further podcasts okay, and hangouts in, in detail so till then keep logging in keep uh, supporting mind makers support the podcast the link should be in the description of the soundcloud and itunes as well as on the website uh, uh, do follow us on twitter do like us on facebook uh, thank you for all the support uh, that we've received last week it's been we're truly overwhelmed and we'll continue Continue to do the uh, continue to do the good work as we see it. If we are erring or anywhere, do write to us. If you think our work is great, do write to us even you know even more. Would love some praise. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But anyways, um, we'll see you guys next week. Thank you.